Hello everybody and welcome to the Tuesday Toolbox meeting of adult children of alcoholics in Cobble Hill, Brooklyn. My name is Anne. I'm a Tuesday Toolbox member and an adult child. We're recording our speakers every week because we're hoping others will benefit from hearing these stories from our members. We'd love to hear your comments and questions. Our email address is TuesdayToolboxACA at gmail.com. Adult Children of Alcoholics is a 12-step program of recovery for people who grew up in an alcoholic or otherwise dysfunctional home. If you'd like to find a meeting to attend, go to adultchildren.org and click on Meetings. This week we're hearing from Shannon who spoke about cultivating their loving parents and inner child. Please enjoy. My name is Shannon. I'm an adult child. Um, I want to take a second to um, like invite my higher power into the room. Um, I'm feeling a little activated right now. Um, and so I just want to like, I'm, I'm thankful to myself for being able to notice that today. Um, and I'm just like trying to like settle into my body. Um, I, it's, it's funny when I feel activated, I'm like, oh my God, am I dissociating? It's like, no, you're actually feeling your feelings for, for the first time. Um, so I want to talk today about becoming your own loving parent and the ways that I have connected with my inner child through that. Um, in particular, like I, I think I heard a lot about the inner child and that's like something that I, I think in our culture is something that we talk about a lot and something that was really helpful for me early on was hearing that like it's really important to like first focus on becoming your own loving parent um, as opposed to like focusing really uh, strong early on on connecting with your inner child um, and so I want to talk a little bit about that um, so I'm gonna read from page uh, 296 which is in chapter 8 of the red book um, okay becoming our own loving parent reparenting ourselves requires that we accept the reality of the inner child the child within is our original identity which knows how to love and trust freely we become willing to consistently seek out and integrate the inner child into our lives. By making the effort, the child within becomes our guide to feelings, creativity, and spirituality. Through reparenting, we learn to listen for the child within. We can restage our childhood and teen years with gentleness by being a loving parent to ourselves. With the help of our ACA friends, we learn how to fill in the nurturing and attention we did not receive as children. Um, so I, I'm going to talk a little bit about what it was like when I was a kid um, and then really want to um, spend time talking about what my practice is like today. Uh, I grew up with two alcoholics and drug addicts as parents. Um, I assumed the role of hero child pretty early on and um, my, I'm one of three. I'm the oldest of three and my mom had three kids in three years. And so I um, took on a uh, parenting role for my siblings pretty early on. Um, I'm doing uh, my fourth and fifth step right now and I'm coming to see like in just how many ways I um, learned that the only way for me to get love and affection was to be perfect um, and to overachieve in a lot of areas of my life. Um, and I was like a rather quiet kid, um, pretty, pretty withdrawn and introverted. Um, looking back on that version of myself um, or that, that inner part of me, I was a very creative kid and that never was really um, 
encouraged. Uh, it was like my, my mom um, was a fitness instructor and cared a lot about ath athletics and being physically fit and being healthy. And so anything that was creative was just like never really acknowledged. Um, so I, I uh, my, my mom had a, um, a pretty dark period from when I was like 10 to 13 and then she um, got sober uh, without recovery or a program. And so at that point, um, I picked up drugs and alcohol, and that was the way that I learned how to cope um, with a lot of the things that were happening in my, in my family. Um, fast forward to uh, four years ago, I got sober from drugs and alcohol. Uh, I had dabbled in ACA maybe six or seven years ago. Um, I knew that there was something that I needed to heal within and that... Um, I had heard about this program and I was like, okay, I'm gonna give it a try. Uh, so a lot of my um, just like way of being with myself is just like very, very harsh. Um, and telling myself that if I am going to be like worthy of love, I have to be doing everything perfectly. Um, and that has meant that I have driven myself really hard to, to overachieve, but also have like uh, very much like disconnected from who I am as a person um, and my feelings. Um, I've always like kind of had a, this like self-conception of myself as someone who is like really good about talking about their feelings. You know, I've, I've done a lot of therapy. I have a lot of therapy language and um, it's only been over the last six months in this program that I realized that I, um, just because I'm good about talking about what I think I'm feeling doesn't mean that I actually know what I'm feeling um, or ex am experiencing that feeling. Um, so at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, I started coming to ACA meetings online. Um, I was feeling a lot of like attachment trauma kind of like rear its ugly head in a relationship and um, was feeling that no matter how much like love and reassurance I was getting from my partner, I was always like, uh, I, I, I needed more and was um, having a really kind of like nasty codependent like outbreak in that relationship over and over again. And um, therapy wasn't really like doing the trick for me anymore. So I decided to come to ACA. Um, and so the process of starting to identify the voice of my um, inner loving parent really started from identifying when my inner critical parent was being present and active. Um, and that for such a long time that was just like totally indistinguishable from my own inner voice and like who i thought i was and who i thought i had to be in order to survive more or less and so slowly i started to notice that um yeah there was a part of myself that was just being incredibly mean to myself um to other people in my life to people who i'm close to um and uh, slowly starting to recognize that and to be able to name that and kind of separate myself from, from those thoughts and feelings. Uh, I have always like had a hard time balancing between uh, 
this this like harsh inner critic um, that I felt like is the thing that's motivating me to just like do just about anything in my life versus um, like just totally succumbing to compulsion and to having no structure in my life. And so um, this version of my uh, loving parent is something that I'm able to tap into just by, by sitting down and praying. Um, it's, it's not something that I, I feel like I'm able to, uh, you know, just sit and think and then make it come out. <laughs> um, it's something that only can, I, I've, I've only been able to access it by um, realizing that I, my inner critical parent is being really active by sitting and, and recognizing that and praying on it. And that's the way that I've been able to access my inner loving parent. Um, I like this passage, um, in particular, the, the line, by making the effort, the child within becomes our guide to feelings, creativity, and spirituality. Um, for me, my own, being my own loving parent has also looked like allowing myself time and space to either like a just like relax and do things that I might think are fun um I I did uh I did the artist way with a group of people about like three or four months into um doing ACA and um it's basically a book where she took a lot of the principles from this this work um, and then like other 12-step programs and kind of like published a book based on it. Um, and I personally found it a really useful tool in reconnecting with my inner child and my creativity. Um, and so by like giving myself time and space to not be productive um, and feeling the anxiety that comes up when I'm not productive and still giving myself that space um, has allowed me to um, reconnect or connect with the creativity practice for the first time in my life. Um, so I have been doing pottery for about the last year, and that has been um, a really serious place for my inner child to like come out and be present um, and and be playful and like get messy and um, really just like try to do things that feel intuitive and things that feel fun. Um, I also recently was able to start um, a dance class. Um, one of my things that came up in my fourth step was being forced to do ballet when I was a kid. Um, as someone who is, is trans and non-binary, a lot of my trauma is centered around like the way that gender roles was were enforced on me as a kid. Um, and so being able to reconnect with dance and like connect with my body in a new way has been, thank you, um, incredibly helpful. Um, I also wanna talk a little bit about like therapy and the importance of that um, in kind of being a supplement to this program and connecting with my inner child. Um, I've been doing EMDR therapy and through that have been connecting with different versions of myself as a kid and like something in particular that um, has been coming up really strongly for myself recently is that uh, I like these younger versions of myself when I'm thinking of them as like the way that I used to look um, it's incredibly triggering for me so I, I have um, like as, as someone who was, you know, like raised in a particular way and my gender identity doesn't match up with that. 
um, currently. And so I've been connecting with um, different interests that those kids had, um, different music that they liked, um, their favorite classes, uh, and, and understanding who I actually was at that time, not just like what I look like or um, this version that my parents were kind of like forcing me into being. Um, and so that has been really powerful for me um, and, and reconnecting with myself at that, um, at that age. Um, and in that therapy as well, uh, there are like, basically my version of a loving inner parent is um, like a combination of a couple things. It's like a version of myself that is like a strong protector that can stand up um, and create good boundaries and be like, no, you shouldn't be doing that in like a gentle and loving way. And then there is a, um, like a caring inner self that can be really compassionate. Um, and I have different like internal like images of who these people are. Um, and then uh, like a core spiritual self. And so those three concepts combine to kind of encapsulate this like loving inner parent that can then step in and protect those, those like young versions of myself that I've been connecting with. Um, and that's been, it's been very healing to be able to, to do that. And in particular, having that conception of what my loving inner parent looks like um, has meant that I've been able to actually connect with them in a more, in a more literal way. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's all that I have for tonight. Um, thank you all so much for being here. Um, I really love this meeting. It means a lot, and I'm really excited to hear what you all have to say. Thanks.